Hello there, friends. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Thanks, Morris. I am Marie, the SLP. I should say I am Marie, the procrastinating, I can't even say that, procrastinating SLP. I know you might have noticed a podcast did not come out last week. We were supposed to do a Q&A. I did get a few questions, but not quite enough for an episode. Um, and I wanted to wait and I'll do one in December. I also was spending Thanksgiving week with family and kind of just resting and taking a break from all things speech. And I thought, if I'm taking a break from all things speech right now, there's a good chance many of you over the Thanksgiving holiday were. And if you weren't, you got a break from the podcast, which I think sometimes is a good idea. I don't know why I'm rambling, probably because I'm just preparing you for an episode full of fun rambles. This episode was so fun to record with my friend Serena. If uh, you don't know her by Serena, you might know her by her Instagram handle, PlaySparkToys. She's one half of the amazing PlaySparkToys team. I'm always so inspired by these ladies because they have just been killing the game, the small business game. They just launched a new apparel line, actually, right uh, in time for the holidays. But Serena and I have just connected over all things positivity and fun and joy for what we do with our little humans. So we're here to talk all about that kind of business-minded passion that we've uh, had now through you know me selling journals and Serena with her business with um, Kylie, the other half of PlaySpark Toys and all those fun things. So we're going to talk. We have a two-part episode for you because we had so much talking and sharing to do. So I hope after this episode, you feel inspired to go out there and just do whatever it is that you want to do, even if it's tackling your to-do list today. Um, our hope is that you feel motivated to do that. Again, be on the lookout for part two, and let's talk with Serena. All right. Hi, Serena. Welcome Hi. to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. We've been, uh, I feel like... I know I'm fangirling a little bit. Um, I'm fangirling a little bit. I feel like we've just been so excited to finally connect. Um, I know. I mean, I basically forced you to have me on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, so I'm going to be a guest on your podcast. It's you're like, yeah. I'm like, yes, you are. That's right. No, I'm, I'm so okay. excited because I want to talk, you know, we're going to talk, of course, about the green screens. We have to. You are the green screen, one half of the green screen, green screen green. queen group, right? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, totally. Don't try to say that five times fast because you will mess it up. Um, but it's really uh, hard to say. It is. It is. But so I definitely want to touch on that. I know, but I don't also just want to talk about like this new life of entrepreneurship that you've kind of discovered and you've been so successful with. And yeah, so we'll talk all the, all the things. Um, so if you want to start all off and things. just all the things I'm excited. Um, what tell us about your, just like your journey as an SLP so far. Um, I feel like even for me, I, we've connected so much now, but I don't know that about you, you know? So I want to know. My SLP journey, like before I became a green screen queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in my, I'm, I've done five years of speech pathology now. I graduated five years ago and I, um, I always knew I would work in peds. And interestingly enough, my the place that I did my externship, my last placement in grad school became my CF, then became my C's, then I became a CF mentor and mentored lots of students. And um, all of my placements for work have been in pediatric home health. 
um, contract work, uh, early intervention, and that preschool birth to three and then preschool to five is really my range. So doing lots of home visits and clinic visits as well, but home health is kind of my sweet spot and where I just, I just love going into kids' homes and seeing how we can really put our speech pathology into practice and seeing those home environments. That's my, that's my area and my niche. So it's been that way. I've never worked in any other setting. I love that. And honestly, um, I don't admit this to a lot of people, but I definitely, I think over the last few months I've wanted, I've been way more interested in home health um, because just in connecting with like you and different SLPs who have done it and seen the benefits. And then, I mean, I also in grad school had a slight interest. So I'm, I'm thinking there's a good chance after my school career, I go that direction because it's really interesting. I really enjoyed getting to talk with parents via zoom now and, um, and so to just be able to actually go into the home, use the toys that the child has. Yeah. Be- like going no bag. Like, um, I yeah. think about two years ago, I stopped for my early intervention kids, especially stopped bringing in a bag and just brought myself and my knowledge and my, just my information. And I don't have to bring anything, you know, we're using paper towel rolls. We're using yeah. anything that's in the house, bubbles in the sink. And it, for, for a number of reasons, I love home health, but that pressure to not have to bring anything and just having knowledge that I can share. It felt like I was the product and I just, I just really like that. Yeah. Well, and it goes, it's like that. I know um, I see it all the time and I've said it to parents, but you know, when they, when they ask me, what are the best toys to help foster speech and language? I always tell them you are your child's best toy. Exactly. You are Um, their best toy. And when you get to go into their home, you know, you can say like, mom, come sit on the carpet with us, come sit on the carpet. And you know, now your turn. So I really like putting parents into my role and I get to watch and be them for a minute and sort of watch as though they're watching me and watch them do some of the things that I've modeled. And I just love being with families. It's not just about the client for me. I love connecting with my parents and the grandparents and aunts and uncles and foster parents and whoever is the family unit. It just makes this job feel more holistic to me. And I can't even imagine not being home health. It's like hard. It's hard for me to picture it now. Yeah. I know there's definitely going to be, I feel like I'm going to be in shock when I do go back to the way, like if we go back to the way things were anytime soon, which I don't know if that's happening, but I definitely feel like I'm going to be like, Oh wait, so I, I can't just tell your mom to keep doing this. Like, like we just did, you know, I bet you anything Marie that your families are going to be more connected to you. I bet you anything now that the families that you've been seeing this whole time will probably still feel like they could message you at any point and kind of talk to you about things that they probably didn't have that connection with you before, but now they do. I know. I really hope so. I have a feeling, especially for my new students, you know, I'm getting like, I just got three new students in the last two weeks. And so it's their first time in preschool. It's the family's first maybe exposure to um, school-based speech pathology. And they're seeing this as like a very collaborative experience. Um, and so I feel like, you know, we're going to go back and, and they might, I mean, it's so funny even to think about the smallest details I didn't think about before. Like the parents didn't really know their child's speech schedule. Um, they don't know, you know, they, they know they're pulled twice a week or whatever. And, and they know, you know, we talk at the IP meeting or maybe we talk on the phone or at drop off or pickup. I do spend a lot of time in the classrooms, like even at the beginning or end of the the child's day, but yeah. Um, 
you know, so we might have a quick hello or something, but now I feel like they're going to be like, well, so you're going to see my child on Tuesdays, right? <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, what time are you pulling him out? Are you yeah. pulling him after art or before? Like they're going to have such a better knowledge of what the day flow yeah. looks like. So yeah. in so many ways, I think this was actually really good for, especially for the people who are involved with the IEP to really get to know families, but in a way we never so. have before. I think so. I definitely think that it's been kind of a blessing in disguise. It can be challenging for sure. And I know I've had my moments um, of, yeah. Oh, yeah. of challenge or even just the fact that I'm not used to having that much contact with parents. So when parents have been, you know, emailing me or calling me a little bit more because they've seen me do something and they have questions, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that is strange. <laughs> yeah. But it's in the end, it's good. Like I, I mean, I think I'm coming off of a really great week of therapy too. So I feel really good. It's been so fun. That that green screen. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. This is now we're going to just, this is going to be how the podcast episode goes. I have to tell you. So, and this kind of goes along with the whole no bag therapy thing because I, so I, we, we were fishing in the boat this week. Um, Of course. So yesterday, yesterday I had, um, an, a first, very first session with one of my new little guys and, um, you know, so I know nothing about him. He knows nothing about me. Well, I was already fishing with all the other kids. And I thought my first thought was, okay, wait, maybe I won't do fishing with him. Maybe I'll do something different. Um, and so with my other kids, like I had my, my goofy fishing hat on, I had my vest and everything. And so I was like, no, like, I think I'm going to try this and like, kind of, like instead of it being like, like it is rapport building because it's play, you know? Um, It's it's true play. Yeah. And it, it is. And I think I had like some of the days I was having more fun with the kids and what's really fun if the kids aren't into it, I've been like, I mean, or if they're just kind of, you know, inattentive with it or something. Glossing over. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm going to keep fishing and I. (laughs) Yeah. Having fun without them. Yeah. And then they'll be like, okay, what's she doing? Mm -hmm. You see them kind of looking at you and, but, um, this little guy, it was so cute because I had my fishing pole. I took off the hat and everything just cause I was like, I want him to see me and like, get to know you. But, um, as soon as I pulled out the fishing pole, his dad was like, Oh, you have one. And so they went and grabbed it. I was so proud of them without me even prompting. Cause I would have said like, Oh, that's okay to go grab it. Dad was like, let me go grab it. So he grabbed it. It had a little magnetic fish that hooked on just like mine does. It was amazing. So like, of course, like he didn't quite get what we were doing until the very end. Cause it took the whole session, but it was so cute and so fun. And I was teaching him to like, take it off and show me, you know, to have that interaction. Yes. Um, but it was just so cool because I was like, see, like we can totally use what's in their home, even via teletherapy. If we just take a moment to like, you know, to encourage them, like either go grab it. Yeah. Or, um, show them what we have and then see if they make the connection or just ask if they have something like this. I love that. So it was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, first session. And we're like, just we're rock stars. True imaginative over. play too. Like, I feel like there is no other way with online treatment, and I might be completely wrong about this, but to really get into imaginative play without using something that they have physically to play with, like when it's on the screen and they are interacting with just the screen, I just think that imaginative play element really gets, it's not that it can't exist, I shouldn't say that, because there are some apps that are very imaginative and 
you know, the play home apps, those are great, but it's not the same as getting their own fishing pole and playing with it in their living room while you're going fishing. Also, that's like, that's as close as we could possibly get to it being real. Exactly. It is real. It is real. No. And it's real. I was telling, I was telling my boyfriend, Mark, after that day, after that session, I was like, I felt like I was back on the improv stage. Like I wasn't, you know, I'm doing a show and I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm doing all my pretending and I'm, I'm getting all enthusiastic. It, something about that and talking about, you know, the amazing, um, the amazing things you've provided us with that just build that. Yeah. It just builds that excitement for us into the session to where it's not even like I'm trying to be enthusiastic. Sometimes I'm tired and I have to, but this week I hadn't done the boat. I had, I mean, so the whole green screen, I think it's just been a learning curve for me. And if I think about like when I started virtual therapy back in August, I was so nervous about, I was so nervous about it that I didn't even get, want to get a green screen because I was just like, this isn't what yeah. I was trying to do. Oh, I know you're not alone. No. And that's like the number one. I mean, I talk to people all day and they're like, I don't want to, like, I just don't want to. And then they're like, okay, I'm doing it. And then they're like, this is the best move I could have possibly made. But it is scary at first because we've already had information overload. We've already switched our entire modality and everything is different. And now another thing, and it feels like there's a lot of steps and it looks crazy and I just don't want to do it, but it is so different and more fun. It's way more fun. It's way more fun. And the thing is, like it totally, it's brought me back to feeling like I'm back, like in the classroom, even though we're virtual, me it's too. when you utilize it with like its full potential, I guess. Cause yeah. you know, like I said, I've been, I started off, I started off with my DIY little, cause I finally decided my, my assistant was like, Marie, you need a green screen. Like, I'm sorry. I know you're dragging your feet. It but she's like, I'll help you set it up. She went and got me one from Dollar Tree. She was like, I'm doing this for you. Dollar Tree is free. Everybody starts there. Everybody does. It's great. And like, I'm very blessed with my class. I have a full classroom. So I have a whiteboard that I can clip it to. So I did. You are so lucky. Your classroom is amazing. I'm very grateful. (laughs) Not a day goes by. I always, I'm that weirdo, that SLP weirdo. Every time I leave or come into the room, I'm like, hi, speech room. Bye, speech room. Thank you. It's so nice. You can actually walk in it. Like it's not a closet. Yeah. I, yeah. And that's because I do a lot of play-based therapy, even with my kids where I'm pulling them for their services, or even if they're Arctic kids, we're on the floor and playing. So I needed that space. Yeah. I, I advocated for it for about a year and they finally were like, okay. And it's amazing. And now you get to have a green screen up there and you're not yeah. sharing space and it's your little area and it's just worth it. Right. Well, and you know, when we don't know what it's going to look like when we go back, but there's a chance I'll be seeing some kids virtually and some kids in person. So I'll have my green screen area still, and then I'll have my I bet play. it's a high chance. A high, yeah, it is. It for sure is. There, it's almost a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super grateful for it. And so, you know, it's funny because the whole thing, I was like, I'm not going to need a green screen for this long. Like I was the most stubborn yeah. SLP out here. <laughs> and, and so- no, you trust me. and um you know because then my friend Allison um she got one of your green screens and she's like Marie like it's amazing like with the with the pocket and it's just gotta have the pocket it's great quality like you can stick the felt pieces to it and all that stuff and I was like I'm making mine work like I'm fine and you were right you didn't need it but I'm so glad you have it now and you know I and I didn't but it it was glitchy like I won't lie well yeah yeah. 
you can't because you can't put um like I have my little halo light but it would like reflect it would be a reflection from the plastic mm-hmm. so bad and like people like I had I, I showed it on my Instagram stories one day but I had like I think it was the driver of the bus on my wheels on the bus activity and the the glare was going right through his head and I had a little girl <laughs> like did he get a cut oh my gosh which great language opportunity but it was so distracting or the ac would come on and that thing would blow blow it (laughs) and so like our background was going like this well marie you've seen my original setting my background with with just construction paper and how it all started and hey and it was so glitchy but i had no other option like i had to do something and once i started i i just now I can't even imagine doing online therapy without it. It's, it's no. totally different. No, it's, it's so, it's so important. And it's so, because, and I told, I think I told you this, I got, oh yeah, I told you this. I got a compliment the other day for making like how I've made my therapy online. So interactive and you're like, how's this the green screen? <laughs> yeah. That professionalism that also accompanies the green screen from a parent's perspective is so mm-hmm. nice just for them to feel like, wow, like there is effort here. There's so much effort for yeah. my kids. Are healthy. They really feel that. And, you know, I always would talk to my families afterwards, like, so how do you think it's going? Just because I needed to hear that they felt good. Not that I needed to hear a compliment that it was going well, but I wanted them to tell me how they thought yep. online therapy was working for their kids. And they were always like, oh, I mean, it's incredible. The, yeah. the green screen, like whatever you're doing is amazing. And I love it. Yeah. And I just had to share it with everybody. No. And we, I mean, I know so many of us are, and I know you know this, so many are appreciative. And then, you know, um, just the value, I think it's added, like going back to even just me feeling like back to my good old preschool SLP self in the last couple weeks with, with now getting it down and with building more interaction and just more play and silliness because of the background. Like it was, it's been so fun. Okay. So the other day I was doing my fishing activity and one of the little boys was like, well, is there a shark? Because I have all these little... You're like, yeah, let me pull it out. Well, here's the funny part. I realized I can't just get up and get the shark because it was far away. Mm-hmm. can't just get up and get the shark. This doesn't break the whole illusion of me being on a boat. Right, true. true. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but, but because I was like in it, I was excited. I was so creative and ready to be like, I have to jump in. I have to jump in. Yeah, of course you have to jump in. <laughs> So I jumped, I dove, like, and I like made my leg go up in the screen, like, you know, and oh my gosh, I bet they love that. He was like, be careful. Oh, that's so cute. You know, so I got back and in the boat finally, and I'm like wrestling the shark because I had this big stuffed animal shark in my speech room. That performative element is also for people like us who love to perform. I love to perform and I always have like the green screen just brings out that extra little that, that little side of me that I feel like doesn't even necessarily come out in real life, but the green screen brings it out where I'm now wrestling right. a shark and getting crazy. Right. It's, yeah. so, it's so fun. And then like, it's just inspired me to write down, okay, now I need, cause then I'm thinking I can't break that illusion, but next week I'm going to take them to the pumpkin patch. Cause it's, it's yeah, going to be Halloween. Halloween week. And, but I want to start out like at school. So I'm going to take a picture of their classrooms, put it in the background, and then we're going to get in a car. (laughs) So I'm going to change. So it's not like we're like only at the pumpkin patch, which is fine. Like the boat thing, the whole time we're in the boat. Okay. Yeah. But you're going on an adventure. 
but you're going on. Yeah. It's so, it's been so fun. And so I'm like, okay, every week's going to be a different place. Like I'm, I'm so ready. (laughs) And the truth is for anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, I think that it, even if you haven't started, this sounds scary because you're like, I cannot plan like that. Like, I don't want to plan all that. This is the level of planning that that would require. Going and searching on Google Images, pumpkin patch, taking that photo, car, taking that photo, picking a few locations, and now you've got a whole adventure. And it's, and I feel like the level of planning for doing a green screen background like that is like 15 minutes for the whole day of lessons. So you don't, exactly. it's not that crazy. It's exactly. And I will say the other day, this is how easy it can be too. If you have the green screen up behind you already, you're in a session because this happened to me on Tuesday. This little boy was having a hard time attending. Granted, I wasn't doing the boat. I was, I was still in my first, we're going to sing the song. So I have five little ducks and now we're going to feed the dinosaur. Like, and they're, they were kind of over that routine. And I realized it's because every week I should probably have this really cool interactive thing like the boat and then like an icebreaker or something. Yeah. And if yeah. we do it the whole day, great. That's fine. Like, that's great. I, I will tell you, I was, I was tired yesterday. You know, you get your best performances after you've done like, you know how it always is if you have a show or, you know, if you were doing theater or something and you know, your, yeah. your best performances because you've seen the things that make the kids react to the best. And then <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm like, I just know how I'm going to win them with this one. Like I just, know. yeah. 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 Like, you can do the same thing all day. It's new to them. Yeah. But I had, I had this little guy who was like, I just want a truck, just a truck. And I was like, okay. So I was like, oh, you want a truck? So I'm talking about what trucks do. And the whole time. As, you're, I'm like, as you're Googling a picture of a truck. So I found this really cool picture of a diesel truck. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, look, ready? Here comes the truck. What does the truck say? You know? And he's like, room and I popped it up and he was like oh and so you're a magic person you're a magician but it was that easy like you can you can literally well see this is what I've been trying to tell this is the thing that I really don't even know that I've properly conveyed yet in my YouTube videos is that it is spontaneous so if your kid is really if even if you're doing a green screen activity and they've lost interest the spontaneity is you google searching quickly finding it and then re-uploading what they're what they're requesting so sometimes and kylie and i were just talking about this but even for older clients like let's say you were practicing doing a real life application you go to inside a walmart and you have a walmart background behind you your kid can help you decide where they want to go next and you can search for things as they're saying it so they are actually in control of the session i mean the lag time for you finding the image is usually only a minute. So you can go from place to place and they have control. This is kind of like, I feel like this is the green screen level two or level three. It's a little bit more advanced because you kind of have to be planning as you're going with your client, but they love feeling that control. Like they have, he told you he wanted truck, you got a truck and now, you know, he had a little say in the way his session's going and I'm sure he was way more attentive. Oh, yeah. And even if like, I, you know, when I do stuff like the boat or if I pop up, like I was already there. I was on the boat. He came up, they came on zoom and he was like, Oh, it was just something new. It was a novel thing. And I think especially with the preschool age, sometimes those novel things are what gets them because if they're used to it, like I will say I have, because I've been going through the normal routine. Okay. We're going to choose a song. Okay. I have a story. Okay. Now we're going to feed the dinosaur. Yeah. I'm tired of feeding the dinosaur. It's been four weeks. 
I'm tired. They're like, he's, he's full. Okay. He's full. Yeah. They're like, um, miss him. But then the other thing too, and, um, my boyfriend pointed this one out too, cause I, he hears all about these things, but he was, yeah, of course. You know, he was like, well, dinosaurs are toys to these kids. Like they're not, you don't see dinosaurs out in the world, but when you're on that boat, like that kid's gone camping, he's seen a boat, yeah. you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah like true. that's true. That is and, true. And so, and, but it's a different thing. And like you said, it's an adventure, but even like in that, like, we're doing the whole, I do like a whole sequence with them. So we always sing the song to row to go find the new fish and then da, da, da. But then they get to tell me what to do. So I'm, you know, they're like, okay, go exactly. fast, go slow. So I'll sing slow or fast. And, um, you know, oh, and then I'll tell them, tell me if you see waves, I might rock, you know, or whatever. And they exactly. like to see me go crazy. And so yeah. I'm just, I'm just putting on, you know, they're just telling me, oh, go fishing. We'll find the shark, find the whale. And, um, I know. I, I, the one thing I hate is when they tell me uh, they need something that I just cannot find a picture <laughs> of, or I cannot, I cannot locate that type of toy. And then I'm like, oh, let's do something else. Right. Like, I, I have something else I want to show you. I, I wish I could get that out, but I want to show you right. something else and just redirect. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I can't find it. But I know. yeah, definitely. Oh, well, and like I work some days from home and some days at my speech room or in my speech room, but I like try to do it to where like when on the days I work from home, I either, I either don't have very many sessions, so mm -hmm. I don't need as much, or it's like the kids where it's a lot more, they're a lot more go with the flow. <laughs> so, yeah. so I don't have to have like all the things around me. Cause like I posted a picture, I think I've posted pic multiple pictures, but like at the end of the day, the teletherapy day, my area. Oh, it is, it, it is absolute chaos. <laughs> it's funny. No, it is like the level of chaos that surrounds me. Like I have what I have done now. I have this box and this box like contains all of my floating creatures and all of the things that might appear. So these things are usually like strewn about the room. You know, I've got my floating envelope and I usually like, you know, these guys will float and do things. But yeah. by, like when I'm moving, I'm just like throwing things everywhere, you know, like, I'm, like octopus. Okay. We're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Toys everywhere. And I am, um, yeah, I just feel like I'm a firework and I can't help it. And then at the end of the day, I look at it all and I'm like, we'll just handle this another day. We'll exactly. You know, I have like an extra little table, um, that I just keep all of my like things either on and under there's, there's things all over the place, but I'm like, that's not clean. I, oh, yeah, well, no, like no, I don't, no. I can't spend more time just cleaning that. I'm just like done for the And day. it's going to get wrecked tomorrow anyway. Yeah, exactly. Luckily with the green screen, nobody can see our mess. So it doesn't even matter. I mean, look at my beautiful office that you see behind me. And if you're listening to the podcast, I just have a green screen background of an office or I guess a, a home, yeah, home yeah, office behind home me. Office. And families never know what <laughs> my workspace really looks like. And if they did, they might think that I'm mentally unwell, but <laughs> they don't know. Oh, yeah. They can't see. Oh. They might think I'm insane. I know. No. And like in between my sessions at work, like I've had my admin come in or, um, you know, custodian comes in to say hi or teachers are walking, you know, and I'm like, this is what it looks like. <laughs> this, this is what it looks like. Do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, it, there. it's so good. And Marie, have you done, you've done the floating envelope, right? If you haven't, you've got to do this activity. Okay, Not this yet. is what you need to do after your pumpkin activity next week is you're going to go on an adventure and there's an envelope and it like bonks you in the head and, oh my and like, 
it's trying to give you a clue and then you got to open it and it's going to tell you a clue of where you're going next. So when you read the envelope, like it might say, um, the clue, we're looking for the treasure. So the idea is that we're going to find a treasure at some point and the envelope tells you where we have to go to find the next clue and the next clue and the next clue. So if it tells you if we're going somewhere sandy, then your kids have to use that inference and they have to find the beach and then you click to a beach background and then it bonks you. And you know, it's always aggressive and you're like, whoa, yeah. whoa. Or sometimes, you know, it tries to get away from you and you're like, mm, you uh -huh. know, and like it'll fly away and come back. But uh, this is so fun. And then once you finally get to wherever, you know, you can go through the doctor's office, you can go to Walmart and then you get to a treasure box. And then I always show them like, look, you found it. <gasps> oh my God. Isn't that fun? That's so. But you not. don't even need an actual treasure box. You no, know? no. Or it could be, I mean, it could be anything. You just do a picture of a treasure box behind you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They are so locked in and that activity can go on forever. Like you could just pull up a picture of a treasure box. Look at you. <laughs> always. I'm always ready. No, it's good. I know. I, it's, it's so funny. I got so like overzealous though with, and I don't know if your Zoom has this issue, but my Zoom deletes my backgrounds when I have too many. Yeah. Okay. It's not just me. It's everybody. Okay. Cause like I got, I downloaded so many from the green screen uh, Facebook and I put, them, I put them on and then I was like, where'd they go? Oh, it's yeah. so sad when that happens. Uh, or like I'll be doing a song and so I have to switch. I have like five slides or whatever for all my the little songs and it'll be like the ducks, the five ducks. And I'm like, now I can't find mama. Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> what I have been doing when this happens is I just have a desktop folder that has the folders in it. Nice. So I have a folder on my desktop and it has like five little ducks and it has treasure background. And it has like, so that way when Zoom has a mishap and I'm planning my morning I just put them into zoom and I don't log out of zoom and then it stays right but it's yeah. when you log out that it gets messed up so yeah. I mean and but even if it did even if it did get messed up since I have my desktop folders if it gets messed up I just re-upload them really fast and then it works out but if you don't have them saved to your desktop and it's not easily found for you like you can't easily find what you're looking for that kind of does mess it up it does it doesn't you just have to take time but you know you can always I always like tell people you can make a language moment out of it or an imitation oh, yeah, you're like where is mommy mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Totally. tell her come back you know or whatever yeah. we have to find her yeah mm -hmm. they never know it works they don't yeah. they don't they ever don't know. know they don't know what we're talking about mm -mm. so tell us then so you're how did this, I, and I know you talked a little bit, you did a live with Lindsay the other day, which was so great. That was so fun. Tell us how this happened, this whole green screen movement, I guess we could call it. Honestly, Marie, this is the craziest story. And I feel like I cannot, I, I keep telling Kylie this, like, how are we going to properly tell this story? But I'm going to try and tell it to you. So <laughs> here's how this happened. Long before COVID even happened, Kylie is my work wife. She's my OT work wife. You know, everybody has one. Mm -hmm. um, the person that you call when you have had a bad day, the person that you need, if you need help with on anything, you know, I would just call Kylie and we just became, you know, work bonded for sure. And we did a lot of coach reading. So one thing that we kept on saying is we need to make a toy company where we make SLP and OT toys that, you know, we have this vision and, you know, there's this craft fair where we live and we were like, we are going to, we're going to make a logo. We call it Play Spark. We, it would be so cute. And we, you know, we made these little wooden toys. This is really how it started. And Kylie and I, you know, we didn't have any intention for this to actually be a thing. And I mean, we were, it was just like, you know, two friends dreaming, like we could totally make toys. Um, and then COVID happened. And then I, um, 
the green screen thing happened in a point of desperation because I had never seen anybody do green screen or anything like it, but I have so, almost all of my caseload is ASD. Um, and my kids were they, like boom cards were not working. Right. There were, they, that was just not a functional option for them. They were not able to pay attention to the screen and me, just the visual stimuli of, of even applications on the iPad it was too much for some of my kids. Either they were like visually stimming too much and hanging up was a difficult task. Like that transition was really hard or they were just leaving the screen and like, you know, they would be sitting there for one second and then just gone the next. And their parents were feeling really doubtful about the whole process. Like let's maybe wait until COVID's over. And that was not an option, first of all, because where I live, Medicaid had pushed, um, doing full telehealth. And I had no idea when that was going to end. Also, I didn't want to endanger families by going home to home because that was just, that was so much exposure for 40, 40 homes that you're going yeah. into, um, yeah. or, you know, 25 homes and you're going into them twice a week and you're going from house to house. It was just mm -hmm. going to be so much spreading of germs and materials and it just wasn't going to work. So we had to do telehealth, but how? And I, I knew that my, some of my kids loved imaginative play with me. And that was one of our biggest goals is that we needed to work on play tasks, joint attention and imagination, just really basic floor time play mm -hmm. style work. And I wanted to do it. I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll do a virtual background. And I tried to do one and my computer said that I didn't have the capabilities that I didn't, I don't have virtual backgrounds. And that frustrated me. And I was like, well, what do I have to do? So I realized that I could make a fake green screen and that's when I taped all of those pictures or all of those construction papers to my wall and I zoomed with my mom and dad like a whole Saturday once and I was like guys you have to see this this is amazing you are not going to believe what I just discovered I made a green screen my kids are going to lose it and I learned that if I put construction paper on a stick it made this envelope look like it was floating and that Monday I did that first activity with this and in a pirate's hat and we went on I did a floating envelope and a pirate's hat and we did a treasure hunt and my kids were so into it that I was on cloud nine I was so excited right. I was losing it I was like I have to share this with every therapist because if they're not doing this they need to be doing this so I uploaded a video to the teletherapy materials group and within an hour there were thousands like a thousand likes and hundreds of comments and my dms were just fit like on facebook messenger were just filled like hello hi i watched this video what are you doing i want to do it and it and then i just kept uploading more videos i'm like you could do this or you could do this and you could do this and i i kept using that with my kids and then people started you know asking me questions every day and then that that spread into me making the green screen speech therapy group, which now has 22,000 members oh, and it just grows you. every day. But when I first made that group, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make materials that are free or, or I'm going to show activities and hopefully we can all use them. And then it's, it's sort of spread into this whole movement. But what happened with Kylie and I is I called Kylie and at first of all, Kylie was a total green screen skeptic. She's OT and she was like, Mm, I can see how it works for speech. I don't know how it would necessarily work for me and my kids. Like, it's so awesome that you're doing that, but she just couldn't necessarily see it for her. But then Kylie got the, you know, like little doggy bags, those plastic ones and they're green. Mm -hmm. she, she put a bunch of them on a wall behind her and did one OT session. And she called me and she was like, okay, I'm, I'm sold. Like, this is amazing. My kids yeah. are obsessed. They loved it. Like I, I need, we need this. Like we, everyone needs green screen. 
but we had still like, there was no entrepreneurial like idea behind this. We just wanted to spread the ideas, but we were like, we can make some backgrounds. Like we could do what's the first background that we made the bear. Yes. Okay. So we made the bear and the cat. So, um, Kylie and I both love to draw and we were, we drew a bear's face and we drew a cat's face that we could feed. And we were like, you know, if we ever draw these backgrounds, we need to share them for free. That, that way everybody will have the model of sharing free materials so it doesn't become, uh, you know, everyone just sharing TPT pages that you have to buy. We just wanted it to be like, share as many free resources as you can. So that's sort of what became in that group. But then one, one Saturday morning, I was thinking about, you know, that none of like, I'm looking for a green screen kit. I'm searching online. I'm like, I want some, I want to upgrade. I want a green screen distance learning kit. I searched green screen distance learning kit. Nothing comes up. Green screen distance learning, green like kit pocket. I wanted something that had a pocket and had some felt pieces. This, this product just did not exist. So I called Kylie and I was like, Kylie, don't say no. Like I have an idea and I think it's going to be like, I think it's going to be amazing. I think we should make a green screen kit. And, and first Kylie was like, why don't we like give it, why don't we make a manual so people could buy the materials and make their own? And I was like, no, I really want to do, like, we should do a kit and it, and it has that bag. And I, I had this vision of what I wanted it to look like. And, um, Kylie is, I'm like, I, I wanted all these things, but she's the practical one and was like, okay, but how, like, how much would that cost? And do we even have like the money to buy all these materials? And what if nobody buys it? And I'm like, okay, we will just spend $1,000. That's what we said. We'll spend $1,000, which was insane. At that moment, it was like, like, if nobody buys this, well, that, that stinks. And I was calling friends and asking like, should I spend $1,000 on something? This seems crazy. Well, we did. And they sold out in 30 minutes. When we first made the video, it was 30 minutes and all 50 kits were gone. And we were like, hmm, like, we need to we need to get more materials because more people are going to buy these and also we want people to get them because they're so great and they make they made it so easy to just hang it up and use it and here we are now thousands and thousands of kids later and every day it's another journey of you know production of making getting pallets of felt delivered and making more and more kits and it's actually it's amazing no, it's so awesome. And how many, I'm sorry, my, there's, there's yard work that decided to start happening outside. I don't know if you can hear it. Okay, good. Uh, it's distracting me. Cause I'm like, no, like, do I need to close my windows? I can't um, hear you. I can't hear it at all. Perfect. It's this good mic. Um, yeah, that mic is a plus, <laughs> but how many, how many kits do you guys think you make a day? Okay. So <laughs> that's a great question. So when we, honestly, September was probably, there were points in September where Kylie and I were breaking down in tears every day because Aww. we were from pure exhaustion where we just, we were making, we were shipping out, like we were trying to ship out between 50 and a hundred kids a day, which is insane. Like not, I would never recommend it. Where was, there was a point where she and I were on the phone and I was like, if I see one more post on Instagram about self care, I will lose it because I was like, I just couldn't handle it. Every time I saw something about self care or relaxing or like putting rest first, I was like, we don't rest Kylie. We don't rest. And Aww. we knew eventually we would, but it was there. That was not a good time because it was basically went going from 
a normal person with a caseload and like this little in this Instagram, like, or not Instagram at all, actually just a Facebook following. And I, I mean, that was already busy enough, but then what happened as a business, like this explosion of sales and then school districts purchasing in bulk hundreds of kits. Oh and God. we just said yes, but we also, we said yes without fully understanding the gravity of what it means to like embark on a business journey that is on this mag this level. Cause we truly didn't, we did not understand. We were like, yeah, let's do it. I think we could do it if we like really worked hard. Right. <laughs> but we did not understand like the level of effort it was going to take. But now we've kind of reached like a better place where we figured out we, you know, we've, we've had help now and Thank God. Cause <laughs> I mean, there was no way I would have been able to do this podcast because it was every minute of the day, every hour of the day, two hours of sleep a night, wake right. up and go again. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, it's awesome. It's funny. I was just listening to, I think it was a podcast. I think it was the gold digger podcast. I don't know if you've heard mm -hmm. her podcast, Jenna Kutcher, yeah, but totally. she was talking about like creative batching and all this stuff, but she was also talking about, you know, like, you know where you're at in life when you're maybe you need to focus on being really, really productive. And then like, there are times when you do like, you want more time, you need more time, you need more rest or whatever. And she was like, it kind of comes and goes and she, you know, and it's, and I know that too, from like even starting out with selling my journals and, um, just yeah, exactly. You're, putting you're out starting content. it right now. Yeah. I'm, with the journals. I'm nervous for the holidays. I'm really getting nervous, but no, it's going to be amazing. Oh, and sorry. I honestly have so much advice for anybody like you, like when it start, like it, just go for it. This is what I like, just go for it. And you have to push through it and, and it will all be worth it. You will find your flow in selling and production and shipping. You will find your flow and then, it, and then it's all worth it. So there's, yeah. there was this part of it that just felt like actual hell. I mean, we really didn't think we were going to make it. Like we were barely functioning, but now I'm looking back at that as a memory and it was so worth it to push through it because right. yeah, we did it. And, and sometimes, and I don't, I'm sure you might feel this way. It's like, you learn so much about it in those really like heat of the moment, like <laughs> Like it's one thing to go and take like a whole Saturday and just sit and learn about shipping and learn about like, um, oh, yeah. mass production and all that stuff. But it's another to actually just be like, sure, we'll just do 250 orders in a day. That's oh yeah. How that we, works. We were really <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. There's, there's, you just made me think of this memory. There's a memory I have and it's about 4.45 in the morning There we are Kylie and I are in my basement, which thankfully I have a basement that has now become a full, it used to be an Airbnb. I, I, I was a super host. I ran an Airbnb out of my oh. basement long before COVID. Like that was my, I mean, I just had like, I, that was my thing. That was my little thing. I loved yeah. running that Airbnb and it was so fun. That Airbnb is gone. It is a full blown <laughs> factory down there. I don't feel like anyone could even step foot in there except for anyone who knows what's going on. Cause it's so chaotic, but there's a memory I have and it's 4:45 in the morning. Like We've been up all night produ doing production and something went wrong with our shipping. So we couldn't, we couldn't get the shipping labels to print. And Kylie is learning. She's like watching videos at 445 in the morning about shipping. And she's learning it like in this, like it is go time. And we realized like you had to purchase it before 2 AM. And she's like, I feel like I'm learning so much right now. And I'm like, Kylie, it's four in the morning. Like, what are we doing? But looking back, those crazy nights, like we will never forget. And right really did learn so much about how this works. Right. No. And it's, yeah, it's like, so it's, it's like 
I love that your message is like sometimes you just have to kind of get through it to look back on it and realize what you've learned because um, I think people get afraid of that hard work piece and so it might stop yeah. them from just going going for it. But it's like it, it does get hard and I like that you're so honest about it. It does get hard. It does get you know, stressful, you, yeah. will, you might be in tears. Um. You will definitely be in tears. But you know what? I actually, I feel like of all the people I know, I'm the least likely person to be this ambitious. So I just, I've always been a coaster. I love to coast. I like life to be easy. I've never been one to like take on I don't, I'm not that type of person. Like I don't like to push myself to my limits. I've always been great at balance. That's just, you know, like I'm very type B. I lose things. Like I take time for myself. And when I would see really ambitious people, I would say like, we're just not the same. We're not the same species. Like that was sort of my mantra. Like I would just say like, you know, I don't know if that's me, but when you find your thing, yeah. It changes. Like you, I think if you're a person who doesn't see yourself as an ambitious person or somebody who has a vision or something, a dream or a, something you want to create, it doesn't mean you don't have it. You just haven't found it yet. And I know that yeah. sounds so cheesy, but I really did not see myself that way. And now I'm here. Yeah. No. And I think yeah. that's a great, you know, I, cause like, I know for me, I go like some weeks I'm very type A and like, let's go like type three Enneagram. Let's like get all these goals met. And then yeah. some weeks I'm like very type B and I'm like, nah, like, I don't care unless somebody orders a journal and I'm like getting up to them that same day. <laughs> oh, exa- oh yeah. <laughs> totally. Speaking of the journal, Marie, your journal is amazing. And I have been Aww. using it. It's even in, even in the chaos, I would write a little bit in the journal to stop and remember like, like if I broke down crying because it was 2 a.m. and I was still pressing and cutting apples out of felt, I was like, I'm just so grateful that I'm having this experience. Aww. That really, truly, like that, the fact that you are able to cry because you're cutting this many apples, like that many therapists, these apples are gonna be used for kids in sessions. Like these are actually, these are things that are going to go and help therapists and help kids. And then you like become grounded again and you remember. So if you guys don't have the Thanks More journal, it's great. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. And I take that time and like think about the situation that you're in. A lot of the time there is something about whatever put you in that position that you can really see the good in. Yeah. And that's the whole point of it. It's not, you know, it's meant to be whatever people want it to be. Not that I'm trying to like totally plug the journal and take over the conversation. I'm I'm plugging the journal for you. I know. Thank you. No, it's good. I, you know what? It's funny. I have not done a podcast about the journal. I'm so. You do a podcast about it. I know. And I need to just talk and yes, I'm so fun. I just crack myself up because (laughs) I'm so excited about it and I want everybody to have it. But I also am like, but I don't want to be pushing it on anyone. And it's you're like, not pushing it on anyone. You made something beautiful. You love it. And you can tell your people about it. Because right. Because it's awesome and you use it and your friends use it and your people love it. So you got to tell people about it. Just like the kit. You know, like I, I truly know. believe in the green screen kit 100%. I believe right. in it. Just like you believe in your journal. And we don't need to sell ourselves short. Our stuff is awesome. Right. No. And, and you know me, I mean, I did the whole video of waiting for it. That was the funniest day. I know that was the cutest video ever. I loved it. My husband loved it so much. He was like, Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Oh, (laughs) And she's so, and she's so happy. And I was like, 
she's amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was so excited because um, I was, I happened to be working from home that day and my, our office sits right over like where the mailboxes are. They're all across the street because they're all grouped and the mailman had pulled up and I just, I looked outside. I think I was waiting. I didn't think I expected the green screen to come as soon as it did. Mm-hmm. And so I, I looked outside to see if he was if he was like putting a package in our mailbox that I was expecting, like You're a like, purple. And then I see like, yeah, I see out of the driver's window, like right next to hit like the steering wheel, there's a purple package. And I'm like, no <laughs> way it's here. That, was totally yeah, that made me happening. so happy. It was so fun. And I was so excited. I was like, if this purple package isn't for me, I'm going to cry. I'm literally triggered by the purple packages. I'm like, if I see, I'm like, no, there's, they're just so, there's such a part of my brain now that man, I just, I I cannot even express the level of work that has been put into it that I would have never, if you had asked, there's a picture of Kylie and I at a brewery from maybe a year and a half ago. And I was like, I want to go back and talk to these girls and say, you two will be on Serena's basement floor crying at four in the morning, like doing something crazy. I just want to warn you two. But there was, there's just no way to know what your future holds. Thank you all so much for listening. Serena, thank you for being here. I can't wait till part two comes out. Friends, you can find Serena over on Instagram at PlaySparkToys. Get ready for a lot of fun. I've also linked her website, the one that she and Kylie have shared all of their green screen materials for free, their new apparel, and, um, you know, lots more. You can find me over at ThanksMorris on the old Instagram account or ThanksMorris.com. Also, just since I have you here, make sure you check out the latest and greatest over at thanksmorris.com. There is a um, fun new collaboration that I just launched today, actually, December 1st. For a limited time, my boyfriend, Mark, if you know Mark, you know he's written a couple children's books, and uh, we are putting that together with a child's gratitude journal right now for $20. That's it. You're going to get a child's gratitude journal and a book, a children's book that's amazing and it has rhyming and it's so good for phonological awareness and oh, I can go on and on. All right, friends, have a great and magical day and happy December.